Welcome to the Mentors Care Podcast. I'm Summer Backstrom, along with my co-host, Mentors Care founder, Dina Petty, and we love to talk to each other and to the amazing people that make up the Mentors Care family. What is Mentors Care? It's a nonprofit organization that matches adult mentors with students considered at risk of not graduating. The vision of Mentors Care is simple. One volunteer gives one hour, one time a week to mentor one student. It's a proven formula with incredible and life-changing results. The conversations you'll hear are designed to educate and inspire others to join the Mentors Care movement. Now, enough of this standard open, Let's get to the good stuff on this episode of the Mentors Care Podcast. Hi, and welcome back to the podcast. We are so glad you're listening. Summer and Dina here. Dina, how are you today? I'm good. How are you, Summer? I'm fabulous. I'm fabulous. It's really (laughs) great to be with you (laughs) podcasting. Today, Dina, we have somebody very special, I know, dear to your heart in the house for interviewing with us. Uh, a Miss Leisha Crow, and she was a longtime mentor for us. And it's always great to have a mentor on the podcast. And so, just a little background on Leisha for you guys. Um, she has been living in Midlothian her whole life, and her husband as well. And um, let's see, 50 years was uh, pretty much, I think, 50 years. And then um, they graduated actually from Midlothian High School in the 70s. They just celebrated their 40th wedding anniversary in March of 2020, and they have two grown kids and six grandkids, and they also live in Midlothian. And Leisha and her husband started selling real estate in the late 90s, and you are probably familiar with it. It's Remax, the office in Midlothian, and um, she currently has 10 agents working for her, so that was a startup business you know, between her and her husband that all those years ago, and now they have 10 agents working for them. They love the city of Midlothian. And Leisha says that, you know, her life has been so good and God has blessed her in so many ways that she feels like it's important to give back. So that's why she volunteered to mentor for Mentors Care for a number of years. So without further ado, let me welcome Miss Leisha Crow to the show. Leisha, how are you today? Thank you for being here. I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Well, you're welcome. It is I, I so just, great to have you, just like having an old friend. Well, you are an old friend, and we're just going to yeah. sit around and talk for a little bit, but thank you for saying yes to doing this podcast. Okay. <laughs> no so problem. Well, I just love your heart. You've just always been so giving and so kind, and everybody that knows you loves you. You're just a very sweet person. Oh, and, you're sweet. <laughs> speaking the truth. And um, I'm trying to remember, how did you find out about Mentors Care? How did you become a mentor back in the day? I don't remember that. Kim Melton, a good friend of mine, I guess you'd call her my um, best friend. She worked at the schools and they had encouraged the the, uh, people in administration, I guess, to do the mentoring. And she mentioned it to me and it just really tugged at my heart. And that was all the way back in 2009. That was our first year. So we were in our 11th year and um, actually had our humble beginning start in that little broom closet in the library. <laughs> Do you remember yes. how small that little office was? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and it was so hard talking with kids. They, I felt like we were nose to nose. No social distancing there. <laughs> <laughs> we were very exposed. <laughs> oh, so you had 
a young lady uh, who was actually, you guys spoke at our luncheon this last year, and you shared your story together, and it was very impactful, not only for the students who were listening, because they were seeing, you know, somebody that was close to their age and had gone through the program and was doing really well now, but man, it was so encouraging to the mentors, because you had a little tough kid in the beginning, didn't you? Yeah, Kelby, um, you know, we clicked as far as she would open up and talk to me. Um, but yeah, she was going through some rough times. She had quite a bit of rebellion with her family. And, uh, you know, it was a little bit of a dysfunctional family, but probably not a whole lot more than I would say a good bit of the kids are. But yeah, she she was a cute little thing. I just really... Her heart just really was a, I could tell she had a good heart and I kept telling her, you're going to get through this. You're going to, you're going to get your stuff together. You know, I remember that was actually your quote to her all the time, wasn't it? Mm Mm-hmm. You will get your act together, I think. What was it? uh Yeah, I said, yeah, you're going to get it together. And I told her, I vision you walking in my office in the, you know, future saying, hey, Leisha, I want to meet, have you meet my family. And, you know. I showed her houses this last spring, uh, fall. You know, Aww. it was really cool. You know, so she has gotten her act together. You know, She's so. such a beautiful girl. And, you know, and this is what I think people need to realize. When you meet her, seems like, you know, a nice family, beautiful girl, very intelligent. We can't judge anybody by how they look. Even if you're looking at somebody that looks like they don't have their act together or they look a little rough or they might have a, you know, a really bad struggle at home. We got to quit judging, don't we? Oh yeah. I bought a t-shirt. Let Jesus do the judging. Mm, Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Our job is just to simply love them. Just love everybody we meet right where they are. And get to know them personally, who they are. But one of the things that I thought was really funny is that Kelby is super honest now, but she wasn't always, was she? No, no. She, yeah. Sometimes she would tell me what I wanted to hear, and then I'd find out later, oh, no, you did that again. But, you know, it just, I had a couple of girlfriends that were also doing the mentoring, and they were struggling with their students opening up to them. But, you know, you just have to just be there for them. And really just listen. Um, mm-hmm. even just if they're, listen. And even if they're lying to you. I think, yeah. you know, don't be angry at that. No. Just see through it. And mm-hmm. and maybe we'll circle back around to hopefully getting them to be truthful with us. And I really think you did a really good job with that, Leisha. You were really good with that. Well, thank you so much. Just It was, you know, like I said, it was just one of those things that my heart really told me to do it. And I plan on getting back right now. I'm busy with my helping my daughter with my grandbabies and working and everything, but it's, it's something that needs to be done. You know, how is it that you can encourage, what are are some things that you can say to people when they're afraid of being a mentor? Like it looks like it would be very intimidating. Oh, these kids just need, they just, I mean, they need a hug. They need a listening ear. They need to know somebody to tell them or somebody to tell them that, yeah, you can do this. Just hang in there. This is not what all life is, is your four years in high school. You know, this is just a small segment of time. If you can just get through this and go on, you know, you'll be somebody. And I remember you were always good to talk about the big picture. 
because kids will get lost in the weeds. You know, they're dealing with the daily boyfriend, girlfriend issues or friends and they get lost in it. And I think that's such a powerful message where you said, you know, this is not all there is. Life begins after high school. And that's actually what you said a lot. I remember that. Uh, she received it well. I mean, she, you know, like I said, a lot of times I could tell she would just tell me stuff that she thought I wanted to hear, you know, but every once in a while it'd come out that she had sneaked out of the house and <laughs> she had done drugs that weekend. And sometimes I had to really cover up and not act shocked, you know, oh, yeah. I had to, you know, you just have to just say, well, you know, just hang in there, you know? So one of the issues that I've also seen with mentors is that they feel rejection from their students. Oh yeah. How did you deal with that? Cause they're not always going to be super excited to see you or. Oh yeah. There's a lot of times she didn't show up. I'd show up and she wouldn't be there and you just, okay. You, you just, you can't take it personal. I mean, because if you're taking it personal, then you're doing it for your re- for you, <laughs> for a pat on the back, back for you. And you can't. You you have to know, well, what am I doing it for? I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for them. And, you know, so you can't take it personal, you know. And you're exactly right. If you go into it, okay, I want to go help another person. I want to go save another person. I want to change another person's life. We're really doing it for the wrong reasons, just like you said. It really is a super unconditional act of mentoring. And we can't feel like we've come and saved the world. Um, We're just going to show up and we're going to say the right things. But I think one of the biggest messages you just said is you would just show up. Even if she wasn't there, you would show up. Because sometimes, I, I mean, I wondered if, I mean, you're planting a seed. It's what you're doing. And sometimes I wondered, is she watching from somewhere else or, you know, is somebody else watching? It was kind of like, I don't know, just plant that seed and just let them see that, yeah, you were there. You were there because a lot of times they don't have somebody that's there all the time, you know. Well, she had lots of friends. So was that good seeds being planted? That's what I'm hoping. (laughs) You know, she, she did. She had lots of friends that were, you know, sadly pulling her down most of the time, you know, um, but she, she had some good, strong family, um, that just kept encouraging her too. And so she finally just, you know, figured out what she needed to do for her to survive. Can you recall a moment in her life when everything kind of turned around for her that we found out later and didn't really know at the time? She had a friend that actually died of, um, you know, overdosed and that really kind of woke her up and she realized she was, you know, playing with fire here that she really needed to think what she was doing, that it, there could be serious consequences to this. So there was a quote that she said, your drug addiction started with fun and turned into a chore. Do you remember her saying that? Oh, I do. I do. And see, I didn't, she didn't say that when we were, when I was mentoring her, she didn't mention all that. So that was, that was good to hear her recognize it now. And I think that's a good message and that our mentors are not going to know everything. They're not going to know everything that's going on, but we see from the perimeter, these are students that aren't really coming to school or they're not doing their work. They're not doing really well in grades. There's something going on in their life. And we don't always know those things, you know, maybe later we would know that it's okay. We're going to love them right where they are and not judge, like you said. So 
So it seems like her friends were a big pull on her, the peer pressure. So you were saying that she had really good support at home. She had you speaking to her. Yeah, she did. And I mean, I think at our conference, the luncheon that we had, I thought it was really mature of her the way she said, I'm not blaming it on my family. I'm not blaming it on the circumstances I was in. It was me. I made those choices. And I thought, wow. Because, I mean, she she did have a little, I mean, she came from a little bit of a a dysfunctional family. It wasn't bad. I mean, like I said, it was, I don't know, a divorce and a stepdad that she didn't get along with or something. But it was her, um, is what she said. So that's that was very mature of her. So she took responsibility. She owned it. You know, which there's a lot of adults that don't own it now. (laughs) Right. So, you know, when we're mentoring and we have this perfect plan, okay, I'm going to meet with them. They're going to listen to everything I teach them and they're going to turn their whole life around and they're going to graduate high school on time in a traditional way and life is going to be perfect. Uh, no. <laughs> so. No, no, no. In fact, in fact, Kelby didn't graduate from Middle Oakland High School. She did end up dropping out. She joined some, I don't remember what it was, a GED type. It wasn't GED. She got her high school diploma, but it was a private school or something because she figured out that she needed to get away from those friends. So I thought I failed her because she didn't ultimately graduate from Midlothian like what we thought we wanted her to do. She figured out that was not her best call. But you know what? She did graduate and she did succeed in life. And now she has it together and has a beautiful baby, you know. So if you had to measure success as a mentor, I mean, this would be hard to kind of just on the, on the spot right here. But I mean, seriously, cause that's, that's success right there. But if people were looking on the outside, they would say, well, they didn't really graduate. She did graduate eventually. So what is the measure of success in being a mentor? Um, when you can, I think when you can help those students that are struggling, find peace in life and really, you know, figure out how for them to become a successful adult, you know, however that is, whether, like I said, whether it's graduating from Midlothian High or getting a GED, whatever it is that they can turn around and become a mature, successful, you know, adult and just have a good life, you know. So, you know, looking at your life, Alicia, I mean, you've just, you've been married to a great man for many, many years. You have your children, you have grandchildren, life is good, successful business. You've been very successful, lots of good friends in your church. And then you said yes to mentoring, and that had to be um, pretty impactful for your life. Because it, it was. So tell me about that. Um, just it was just good to be able to have the time to once a week go and give, and not have to worry about you know work or family or whatever. This was somebody else, you know, just to give to them and just to give from my heart. That just, I don't know. It did. It was very impactful. And I think for every person that steps out and says, yes, I'm going to mentor. Yes. I'm going to intentionally meet with another person. I think, um, it's what life is all about. Really. We can sit in our comfortable worlds and just, uh, live a great life, which we do. But it's really stepping out and saying, I really want to get to know you. I really do care. 
and you as an individual matter that much that I'm putting aside time from my life to meet with you. I think the message is so powerful. Yeah. And it's a commitment that, you know, you can't sign up and say, okay, well, this week it doesn't work. Oh, well, this week I'm kind of busy. No, you've got to carve it out and commit, but it's a good, it's a good investment. So do you guys still stay in, stay in touch? You said you, you, that y'all do. Yes. So. Yes, I did. I, I, um, we're friends with Facebook. So I see her sweet little baby's face every week when she posts pictures and we're supposed to go look at houses sometime this fall we looked at uh, this spring we looked at some in the fall and we're supposed to look at some more when their lease runs up so wow that is so neat I love that oh and she's such a sweet girl I just love her and that's the thing you know at the time that that life was really hard for her bad decisions admittedly it was on her man the message is let's don't judge let's just love them get to know them And help them, you know, maybe think about life in a different way. Because if we do not intentionally step into the life of another person, there's a real good chance they're going to keep going down that one path, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. You have a chance to detour them, (laughs) to say, hey, this is not the road for you. There's other roads, you know. Yeah. Well, I just can't thank you enough for all that you've done and serving and how you've been able to tell the story so many times to encourage others. And I think your message is so impactful for not only encouraging people to be a mentor, but if you are a mentor, why we're mentoring and to be encouraged not to give up. I thank you so much for that. Oh, well, thank you for what you do. Ah, I love what I do, <laughs> you know, cause I, I was that kid that was lost. Um, you know, I, Sure, I was making bad decisions, but there were a lot of decisions made for me that were outside of my control. And I would have given anything to have Alicia Crow to talk to when I was in school. (laughs) And how important that is. And there's so many kids out there. And you can't judge them by looking at them and saying, you got them all figured out. It's No, no. (laughs) It's that one-on-one relationship, getting to know them, that is so important. So, Alicia, what advice do you have? Or before I let you go, what advice do you have for the mentors that we have just new to the program that just came in, you know, the rookies? What's your veteran advice to them? I'd say just commit to it. Show up. Don't take it personal. Just, you know, just listen more than anything. If they won't open up to you, then just kind of make a little small talk about what's going on. They're listening, you know, and just hang in there. Um, just try to get a rapport, but just don't come across judgmental at all. Just maybe even sometimes share some of your mess ups that you had and say, you know what, I figured it out. And then they kind of, I think that's probably what I did with Kelby. I mentioned a couple of times that I, how I had messed up. So she realized, oh yeah, mentors aren't always perfect when they were younger either. So I know that you're on a tight schedule today, so we're going to let you off the show. And I just want to thank you personally for everything that you, you've done. You're great and wonderful heart. And thanks for taking time um, to be on the podcast today. Okay, no problem. Thank you, Alicia. So great talking to you. Thank you, Dina. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, folks, you've been listening to Alicia Crow of Remax Real Estate in Midlothian and former Mitzvah's Care Mentor. Thanks for listening. We hope you will subscribe to the Mentors Care Podcast with Dina Petty and follow Mentors Care on Facebook and Instagram. We are Care Mentors or Mentors Care on Twitter. To learn more, visit mentors.care. We'll see you next time.